What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Live at lunch. You are looking live. Live at lunch. Live at lunch with Odd and Hanny on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. We'll do it live. Now, here's Jimmy Odd and Charles Anagriff. Yeah, for some reason or another... You sound a little taller on radio. From Rafino's on Highland Road. Lock of the Week Friday presented by Tex Morris at Edward Jones Investments here at Rafino's Live at Lunch 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. Charles Handgriff, Jimmy Odd. Max Gotro and Mario Jerez back in the studio. Troy Macro with us today. Bruce Marshall with us today. It's Heisman Trophy weekend. Jaden Daniels, the overwhelming favorite to hoist a trophy tomorrow night. College awards show tonight. Uh, the Boletnikoff among the awards going out tonight uh, for the college football show. We got Army Navy uh, transfer portal news. We got had a three and zero night on the ice last night uh, for Colucci. We had college basketball, and if you stayed up late, you watched the Pelicans get blown completely out of Las Vegas like a. Blackjack player that uh, hit a run of nothing but 14s against face cards. Pelicans had no answer for playoff level intensity from LeBron James and the Lakers last night. Jimmy, good morning. Good morning, Charlie. How are you? Yeah, um, and we're, you know, just didn't match the first game. You know, the, the first game was kind of as advertised, a little bit more intensity, a little bit more, um, you know, just a little bit uh, more effort. Not going through the motions, a little bit more, a lot more defense. Uh, that came flying under in the first game. They actually fouled, uh, went to a foul fest in the last minute and a half to kind of get it somewhere uh, close to it, but not not really. Um, and um, the Pelicans did, didn't match that. Now, you sort of had an indifferent crowd to begin with, but as we stated yesterday, Vegas is a huge Lakers crowd, and even more so because there's a lot of locals there that were – don't get a chance to see the Lakers in such a convenient spot, and they were, they were more into it than your typical Lakers home game. Yeah. And so, um, but um, I don't know. I mean, if that's that's like um, that's that's added motivation, added intensity. Uh, I hate to see uh, I hate to see it on an average level. Here's a sobering thing. Uh, here's a sobering thing. If you're a Pelicans fan, for the la- the better part of the last two two years. The the rhetoric has been, 
if we could just get them all on the floor, if we could just get them all on the floor and get everybody healthy at the same time, we could actually see where we are as a franchise. If we could put the starting five that we wanted to put together on the floor and the top three or four reserves, if everybody was healthy, then we could at least start to get an idea and see where we are, see if that group was good enough. And, boy, wouldn't it be great if we could somehow simulate playoff basketball during a regular season because the regular season can be deceptive in the NBA uh, by a lot because there are times where, you know, for the last three years and going back further than that, teams would just concede games. They'd sit players. They would sometimes go through the motions a little bit, you know, the back end of back-to-backs or five road games in seven days or whatever. So wouldn't it be great if you could actually simulate – come as close as you could to simulating playoff basketball in the regular season because the doggone Pelicans, you know, their playoff experience with this starting five is non-existent. Well, they got it. They got the look. The Lakers played with playoff intensity. I don't know why this half a million dollars means anything to LeBron. The guy's a billionaire, but it does. He's in there. Forget about the points. Forget about him hitting the 30-footers. This guy's in there at 39 years old. He makes 39 in a couple of weeks. 39 years old taking charges from 300-pound Zion Williamson because he wants to win. Now, this guy has won everything there is to win. He's won NBA titles. He's won MVPs. He's a leading scorer in the history of the league. He's going in the Hall of Fame on the first ballot. And he, at that age, still wants to beat your ass. And Zion Williamson don't. He don't care. That effort last night, and Barkley called him out, and Shaq called him out, and his coach called him out, and he called himself out. But if he's, if the Pelicans are going to be good, he's got to be their best player. And if that's the effort you're going to get out of him in a game that means something, a December game that means something, I thought this idea of this in-season tournament was ridiculous when I heard it. I mean, you're going to put this measly little amount of money, measly amount to, to these guys, and paint the courts a different color, and you're going to expect playoff intensity? And I was wrong. They, they put that money in a hat on the side of the, of the court and said, get after it, and they all did. You think the Indiana Pacers wanted to win I yesterday? Know you all, see, I don't know about all of them. Well, maybe not all of them, but a lot of them did. Yeah, uh, yeah and, way and, more. And way significant more. teams. The, the Lakers are a significant team. The Bucks are a well, significant Charlie, if, team. If, if, if you're LeBron James, what's, what matters most is the title, right? The, the NBA title, Correct. not this title. Yes. Correct. Yeah. So, I mean, if this guy who's set, who's the guy that, that needs the half a million less than anybody in the league, yeah. if he's on your team and he's busting it, doesn't he win you over? Everybody else has got to bust it. They have so to. So when he calls, when he calls yeah. you out, you know, and there's going to be times. I mean, he's trying to – he's got a little vision here. Yeah. He's like, man, I'm going to – if I – it's not just, you know, he's just trying to win the end season tournament. He's looking ahead. Yeah. And, he, and he's smart. I mean, there's, nobody has ever, ever, ever questioned his basketball IQ. That's why I went crazy on J.R. House when he didn't even know the situation in game one of the finals. I mean that's 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 what he's doing. His 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 is it this his last year? Is it one more year? Is it two more years? But he knows it's coming to an end, and he's gonna, yeah, he's gonna do some things in this tournament that he probably wouldn't even do during the regular season to try and to 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 strengthen his position of leadership, and because he knows there's gonna be a time where he. He's going to call a guy out, and it's easy to call a guy people out, or it's easy to lead vocally when you're doing it yourself. 
and it would have been so easy for him. This guy's played more minutes than anybody in the history of the game to say, you know what? He's taking more shots than anybody too, huh? He ha- Probably, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. But, but, but the minutes is what I'm, I'm getting at here. Because he could easily say, you know what, at 39 years old, the last thing I need to do is play an extra game in December. I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to, the rest is more important to me than winning this refrigerator magnet trophy. Yeah, for those who don't realize, tomorrow's game is the only one that doesn't count in the standings. It's clearly just a, a game 83. Yeah, I'm just trying to explain your point. I don't don't think everybody. Charlie, it took me. How long did it take us to know the the parameters of this game tournament? We we had. I I thought we'd be able to dismiss this thing, and and they actually took it seriously. No, it's but what I said at the beginning. Position Army Navy week. Yeah, I mean, you got you got no Saturday Saturday NFL football yet. I think that does that start next week. Yes. Yeah. So. I mean, well, if you, you wanted know, the, to the see position. where the Pelicans are, this is where they are. Not even close. Not close. You going to play playoff intensity the basketball? They're not close. I hear some other people talking about Pelicans are, they thought, well, like maybe projected to be the fourth seed. They were this. Um, you know, they're playing as good as anybody in the league, the whole thing, and just, just one game. And so I, I don't know. It was. Um, to Zion, is he does he even hear like the guys on the set like Barkley and them calling him out? Does he, I, th- does I, th- he hear, I think he does I think he, he hears it. I don't know if he cares or not, but he hears it. Sure, there's too many people around him chirping for him not to. Well, they hear talked it. about him averaging five rebounds a game, which was ridiculous. That was before they even tipped the ball up. And he had two last night. Two. I mean, rebounding is a, a hustle statistic. Yes, it is. You know, uh, but if you want to see where they are. Can they win games in a regular season? Well, not yes, that bad. Well, no. But, this but, is the worst game of the season, right? Yes. Okay. But but it was through a regular season. Could they get the four seed if everybody stayed healthy? Maybe so. But this is a glimpse into pseudo playoff basketball when it really counts. When everybody's playing defense and everybody cares and everybody's playing through aches and so pains. This one game, you think, and in, in we get into April. This one game, you're gonna look back and say. You know, yeah, I, I just I don't know about these guys. Against because... a good team, yeah, I, I, okay. I am. Uh, because this was I... their chance. They've never had a chance to put this team on the floor for anything approaching a playoff game. This team, these guys, which is supposed to be their five guys and their nine guys. I, I hear and you. They, they just, I don't, you know, they they, they lay, they, lay they, they came out with a lot. One thing, they missed a bunch of shots, okay? They missed a bunch of shots. Zion's walking up and down the floor. They're playing four on five some of these possessions for, for six to eight seconds. He got two rebounds. No, no, this, this, was, this was bad. This was bad. If you'd played a hard-fought game and lost a six- or eight-point game, just like, well, LeBron's, you know, I'm, I'm better than you. Okay. You went out there and got one of the worst regular season beats in the history of the franchise on one, a game that was supposed to matter. You wanted me to care about December basketball? Okay. I care. I'm watching. Let me see what you got. You got nothing. You got nothing. Um, I think you overreacted a little bit. Yeah. Um, well, the, win a bunch again, January, yeah, that's February. That's what I'm saying. Games, I mean, you, you we're, we're, 20, we're 23 games into an 82-game schedule. We've got 59 games left. So there's nothing over 59-game stretch that can change your opinion on one one game? Sure. Yeah, Yeah. it could. But that's where I think today. That's what no, I no, have no, in, no, my, in my no, head. No, you can't. There's, there's Step back, but I mean, it's not like the, it's the end of the world. Maybe I mean, you I put, don't know. You put them on a big stage last night, Jimmy, and they just threw up on themselves. 
They, they did. This gives you an idea of where they are. It's a bigger stage than when they were playing the Suns that year in the second round of the playoffs. It's not, but they didn't or have is the that team. Was the first round, second round. They, they got to the second round. No, no I'm sorry. They 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 they, sent, they got through the play-in round and to play and the they, Suns. And they got the Suns to six games. Uh, but Zion didn't play that. Okay, and I don't I don't hold any illusions about where this team can go if Zion's not their best player. Let me. Um, if Ingram's their best player, they've got a ceiling, and it's considerably lower than if Zion is their best player. Because Williamson has got special talent. So what has Zion done this year to give you any false hope? Twenty-three games or twenty-two games. Well, for one thing, he's actually playing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's start there. I heard somebody say, "This is my Greenberg," because he was talking about you talk about the stage. He was saying, yeah. He's saying, "And Zion's playing, and when he plays, they're almost unbeatable." Did I miss no. something? When he plays, they're five hundred team. That's what they yeah, are. No, no, that, that's, no, but that, that's 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 the that's the narrative of one of the most respected yeah. hosts around. And they're, they're just, almost unbeatable. No, they're not. Yeah. Well, Zion has been playing, but McCollum has missed time, uh, and the bench has missed time. Murphy See, just got back a few games. Maybe ago. Maybe I'm still stuck in it, it, it. Zion gives me no reason to. To get excited, I'm not just gonna. I'm not gonna. No, Lucy, I'm not gonna try and kick the uh, kick, right. the, kick the football. No, well, no, Allen, I'm not just gonna try and high five you on hangover. Besides, you know? <laughs> besides Zion, I wanted to see where this group of players was. This starting five and this bench was in a top flight situation in the NBA, and now I know, nowhere close, nowhere close. Ready for lunch? It's not. When's Christmas? Christmas is December twenty fifth. Every when, year, that's when the year, that's when the season starts. You okay. know that, right? Yes, I do. Well, no, they they put some money out there and they, they painted the, the courts a different color and told me it started earlier this year. <laughs> when's the Masters? <laughs> April. Okay. See me there. You're not worried about Hawaii golf? Uh, no, 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 no. When January, when they start hitting that, humans get. Uh, I remember. I remember following the bullet man, fending off John Rahm, man, for that big hit. No, no, no. I, I like John Rahm. Uh, live golfer. Is that that John Rahm? He's he's saying six hundred. Schleybaugh's telling me three hundred. I mean, you know, a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Just popping over here last night over here at Rafino's, man. It is always festive uh, for the holiday season. It's decorated beautifully. When you come in, the ladies get the the the, the jingle bells around the um, you know with the, uh, the necklace. So it's fun. Our oyster Rockefeller is our flash fried oyster spinach with a crispy prosciutto parmesan served on a boucher. Duck and Andouille and qu- what? Duck Andouille and quail gumbo. Uh oh. Duck in. and where's Barry? I'm we'll in. have to see what color the roux is. Uh, our entree feature today: a ribeye feature. That's right, the 16 ounce ribeye uh, with the Cafe de Paris, a putter with a lobster. Oh, jeez. Slow on your fire. I want you to say this, man. Let me get my glasses. Lobster. Lobster. Uh, <laughs> yeah, lobster. <laughs> or yeah. I don't know. Uh, it sounds good. Yeah, I think that's uh, orichetti. Uh with the paprika dusted zucchini. Okay, smoked porter, uh, pork porterhouse with the apricot brandy glaze with a roasted Brussels slop. Barry's uh, the rude dark, medium, light. What is it? Medium. To, okay. And the pecan crusted goldfish. Boy, the trout last week was on fire. 
for the Fresh Falls uh, Golf Dish with the Blood Orange Champagne Butter, Jumbo Lump Crab Meat Holidays with the Haricot Fires. Suggested wine, wine pairing, Peju Chardonnay out of Napa in gingerbread bread pudding. So all kinds of things. Oysters are in season. Gingerbread bread pudding, a little bit of holiday season, always festive over here at Rafino's. Live at lunch from Rafino's, 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. Live at lunch. Infinity of Baton Rouge, the holiday season in the market for another vehicle. A certified pre-owned program has got you covered. Listen, it's where we've been buying our vehicles for quite some time. The selection is second to none. The transparency and pricing means that you're going to have a very comfortable buying experience. Inspections that these certified vehicles go through means that they're so confident in their quality, they'll back them with a 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. Then we start piling on the extras, a year's worth of prepaid maintenance. Maintenance uh, visits will get you a courtesy car so you don't have to disrupt your day. And roadside assistance is is complimentary with those certified pre-owned vehicles. It's holiday season for your spouse, for your kids, for yourself. Make it Infinity of Baton Rouge. Airline Highway Accurate, Infinity of Baton Rouge. In times of need, get a full... Lock of the Week Friday, presented by Tex Morris of Edward Jones Investments. Live from Rafino's on Highland Road, on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. Remember, you can always get the show on demand, 104.5ESPN.com. That includes the Handicast Podcast, 104.5ESPN.com. Jimmy, among uh, the uh, – we had a good day on the show yesterday. The uh, points <laughs> explosion in uh, Pittsburgh last night, from especially from the New England Patriots, aided us uh, on what was a very good day for our experts and uh, for, for us as well. Yeah, i got to close out the teaser with uh, Navy, but in a good position there. Um uh, Paul Nolan also uh, had uh, said to open up a teaser on uh, n- on New England. Um, the um, the Colucci uh, um, uh, 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 Dallas Stars losing most of the game, but uh, got in overtime and then goes through overtime. They go to the shootout and the goal the goalie was a steel trap, man. Nothing got by him. Yeah. Nothing got by him. So they win in overtime. Devils two one at the end of two. Uh, nothing's uh, doing in the third period, so they went 2-1. And the Lakers, um, I'm sorry, Lakers, the L.A. Kings in Montreal, uh, under six, it uh, fell 4 nothing. So 3-0 and night for the Colucci man on the ice. Matt Humans, he gave us two basketball picks, one last night and one for tomorrow. Iowa State, he said Iowa was horrible. Charlie, especially in basketball, I'm looking to, to hedge. So how many times did I have a chance to hedge last night with Iowa State? None. Laying seven, no, uh, a ton, the whole game. I mean, I we had Iowa State minus seven or seven and a half. They were winning by ten. You could hedge it at a four-point middle. Then they got up uh, 12 to 14, could have had a ten. But never even thought about it. it oh. It's a rivalry. Just it looked so bad. I just thought that we're going to – there was a motivation to route. Is my point. Yeah. As opposed to pull off their oh, – oh, you mean opportunities to hit because they yeah. never came close. <laughs> yeah, no, I had tons of four-point middle, 10-point middle, 12-point oh. middle, 18-point middle. Never even gave it a second thought because it was just – I had no faith in Iowa coming back uh, at all. So. Ames is a viper pit a, a no, lot no, of yes. years, and, and you throw the rivalry in there. Iowa State blew the doors off from – 
tip to horn. Thank you, Maddie. Uh, yeah. But a rocking chair there. Yeah. Otterlocks, Pacers plus five and a half. Ding. Uh, under 257. Ding. Uh, under Lakers in the uh, in the Pels. Thanks for emptying the bench and getting two points in like the last three and a half minutes. Ding. LeBron went home after the end of the third quarter. It was <laughs> most people uh, that most people that I know left uh, also at the end of the third that went that went to the game last night yeah. as well. Um, so, Charlie, it's a good day. Perfect and perfect. Okay. Perfect is perfect, Charlie. Like so it, good, ma'am. good there. And uh, Maddie's pick tomorrow, Tennessee. Do you see the schedule tomorrow? It's really good, isn't it? It's got, it's got some we really have some. Stuff, we have about yeah. twelve to about about twelve, fourteen games. Are really, really good. Yeah, you, you know, got, you got nothing tonight. Tonight's almost oh. blank, but tomorrow you no. you make up for Alabama and Purdue, huh? Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, uh-huh. That's, that's, at 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 T Town, um, or is that neutral? No, it's a neutral. They're playing okay. in Toronto, actually. Uh, oh, really? Because Alabama's listed as a uh, the um, the home team. Yeah, it's called okay. the Hall of Fame uh, Classic. A tournament. Um, I don't even know what Hall of Fame's in Toronto, but that's what they're calling it. Anyway, Alabama's playing uh, Purdue. Max, do we have any college hoops lines on tomorrow uh, for? But Illinois at Tennessee. That that's at that's in Knoxville, right? It is. Let me make sure. Yes, Knoxville. Uh, uh, okay, Missouri and Kansas, the the old rivalry. The, yes, the, the, I can still remember when at the times those would be like you know top five teams going at it, border war. Heck, in 2007, even on the football field, that's way in the rearview mirror. But they were one and two. Yeah. yeah. One versus two kids in Missouri. They played that um, Big 12 championship game in Arrowhead that year that LSU needed Kansas to lose and then needed Missouri to lose. Right, right. I'm sorry. No, that was the last last game of the regular season. And then, of course, Missouri lost in the Big 12 championship game to Oklahoma. Arkansas and Oklahoma are playing in Tulsa. Um, That's that's an annual uh, game. What about yeah. Auburn at Indiana? Auburn at Indiana. Um, Auburn had a. Uh, that's, uh, we, we watched a little uh, bit of this last week. They lost to okay, Appalachian that's in Atlanta. State. That's in Atlanta. That's that tournament that LSU played in last year. That uh, that double. Well, who's the other game in that one? You would ask me that. I got to look it up. I'm not sure what the other one. Uh, the other one is. I know we got to watch a little bit of Auburn. They they got beat pretty soundly by Appalachian right. State. It was a big upset. Who's last the hottest Sunday. team in uh, basketball right now? In college basketball, the hottest team. Um, Who's your pick to win it all? Marquette. Who, who beat them? Uh, Wisconsin. And what they follow that up with? They beat somebody else good. Uh, uh, Illinois. Michigan, no, Michigan State. Michigan, Michigan State, State at yeah. East Lansing by double digits. Yes. So yeah. they do go to Tucson. Uh, the, the Cats are undefeated. Number one team in the country. There you go. So Clemson is still undefeated. TCU is undefeated. Mm-hmm. Jamie Dixon. So that game is going on. Is that in Atlanta or is that in Little John? That's in Toronto. So that's the other one. Good tournament. In Toronto. Uh, uh, so Clemson, TCU, and Alabama. and uh, Marquette's playing Notre Dame in Milwaukee. That's, okay, uh, is Notre Dame any good? I don't, I don't they, know. They, they're off to a slow start. They're 4-4. Four and four, but they're, uh, I remember growing up as a kid, that was one that we'd get on an independent station, man, during a week or something. When you know Digger Phelps and, and I Al McGuire when, were going at it, they, I remember when uh, Notre Dame used to play Indiana in the pre-conference every year. Yes, and Digger Phelps and Bobby Knight, and those were some really good games uh, back in back in the eighties. Battle uh, of Cincinnati on Xavier's campus. Okay. Oh, Cincinnati yeah. at Xavier. Yeah. So um, you got that. You got the um, the Holy War on Hardwood. BYU and Utah? Yes, indeed. Okay. So uh, if you get the Pac-12 network still, so it's still alive. That's in Salt Lake City. 
Uh, so we have that. Oh, LSU's playing Kansas State tomorrow. That's should, good. That's good. We should probably mention that. LSU's schedule's really good. Uh, the Battle year. of New Jersey, Rutgers and Seton Hall. It's okay. some, some good, good hey, you games. Watch, you can watch some basketball tomorrow. And you finish out with uh, late at night Gonzaga going to Seattle to play uh, Washington. So All of that before you're, uh, you watch the Heisman How good Trophy Kansas State not as good as they usually are. Um, they, they, well, they, the, little, the little guard's gone, but they also they lost their best players. But um, Tang, Tang um, still there. They'll, they'll be good, but they're, they're, not, they're not what they were last year. They're coming off a win against Villanova, uh, oh, who, that's who's also not quite as good as they usually are. Uh, they've played two ranked teams, USC and Miami. They lost both of those games. Uh, one of them was double digits. The other one was somewhat close. And the rest of the schedule has been against uh, teams that they should beat handily. But they are coming off a one-point win against, uh, against the Cats. So we saw a historically high total in the NBA with the Milwaukee in India. Tyrese Halliburton, 15 assists, no no turnovers. And 28 assists and no turnovers in the last two games. The one to get them into this I mean, final four. I mean, they, if, for the casual fan, it was a that, – that lived up to its bill. That was a yeah, really good game. It's a really good game. The only – chance that the over had was if it had gone to overtime. It's a one-possession game inside of two and a yeah, half minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but went under easily. Mm. And the historically low total in NFL went over immediately. In the first half. Yes, yeah. in the second quarter. Bailey Zappi. Three first-half touchdowns. Bill Belichick, even with this team, continues his his assault on Mike Tomlin. He has actually owned him. We talked about Tomlin in his Hall of Fame credentials and him never having a losing season. Well, he set a record last night also. Never has a winning team lost to eight below 500 teams back-to-back weeks. Two and ten and two and ten go into their place. And, man, it was ugly uh, last night. So, you know, and, and and so there's where the Tomlin conversation comes up. So is he a compiler? Is he are they? Is it? They does he get his team to play to the level of their opponent? They lose to bad teams. They beat. They upset good teams. He does have does have you know playoff losses as double digit favorites against Blake Bortles. He's also got in, a, a couple of uh, one Super Bowl title and another Super Bowl appearance. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to judge him on two games that Mitchell Trubisky quarterbacked. I'm not going to make make too big a deal out of that. They laid an egg. The, the last two games. There's no question, okay? They lost to bad teams, and one of them had a backup quarterback going. But he's had Mitchell Trubisky quarterback in these two games. So uh, I'm not. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground. Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm not going to make too much. You plowed in on New England. Charlie, have you watched New England? They're bad. They're bad. They're bad. 
It's a bad loss, dude. Well, both of them are bad losses. The, the Arizona game was a bad loss. I'm, I'm, both of these losses are bad for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't, but I don't think that they reflect Mike Tomlin as much as they reflect. They got Mitchell Trubisky playing quarterback. That's tough to win. Yes, they reflect Tom. They reflect both. Yes, I'm putting this more. Yes. I'm putting this more on Trubisky than Tomlin. Oh, well, they they okay. were seven and four when Pickett was a quarterback. Okay, well, they. they I mean, it's, it's they, 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 on the Tomlin the Patriots The Patriots are playing with their starter. No. Okay. The backup's better than the starter. Is okay, the Cardinals playing with their starter? They, they did, he did. They did last he week. Did. Yeah, yeah he, he did, did last yeah. week. Zappy's better than uh, what's his name? Oh, he is Jones. Well, they've been. Oh, he is. I, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> well, They've benched Mac Jones like six different times now in the last two years. <laughs> I mean, come on. You see Zappy's numbers before the, before this game? Man, not great. No, no. Not great. Don't forget our friends over at United Community Bank, the local way to bank big with locations from Baton Rouge to Golden Meadow, including their newest at Burbank and Blue Bonnet. You know, running a business can be difficult enough without the right relationship with your bank. With United Community Bank's local business bankers, you're not just a number, you're a partner. Heath Meir, Nicole Glover, David Henry, and Prentice Wilkes discuss how we can help your business today. United Community Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Live at Rafino's, live at lunch, 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. Live at lunch. Our listener. Lock of the Week Friday, presented by Tex Morris of Edward Jones Investments. Live from Rafino's on Highland Road on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. All right, let's go out to Bet Rivers. Talk to our friend Troy Macker. Troy, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, Jimmy. Thanks for having me on. All right, how does the NBA handle uh, compare with these uh, these games? The semis uh, yesterday, the uh, with the in season tournament out in Las Vegas, the quarterfinals Monday and Tuesday, as compared to the regular season uh, NBA games, or maybe some other games in general. Just give us an idea of uh, the interest. The, you know. The handle and television ratings kind of going hand-in-hand as far as public interest. Yeah, so, you know, uh, I think the timing of the games also yesterday had something to do with it. Uh, We definitely saw an increase in tickets and money um, on the the semifinals yesterday. Um, I I would say, you know, um, the the Pacers game was probably top five most wagered on NBA game, and uh, the Lakers game was top three most wagered on NBA game of the season thus far. Um, the quarterfinals, we didn't see a massive uptick. Uh, I believe uh, two of the games uh, rate is, you know, uh, top 10, top 20. But um, uh, it wasn't uh, a massive uh, increase. The, um, but the, the semifinals, we absolutely did. And, and uh, I would expect a, a very large handle and a lot of tickets coming in on the finals. Uh, due a large part to the fact that, you know, the matchup is set and, um you know, we'll have odds out earlier than normal for an NBA game. May not be the full slate of odds that early, but um, you know, usually you only get NBA odds you know, 12, 18 hours before the next game. Um, but now that it's on the, the the schedule, and you know that because it's the final, uh, you don't have to worry about the the back to backs or the rest or anything like that. You know, I have to imagine that at least in year one they're going to play every. You know, if this is the tenth year. And now we've figured out what the, the tournament is all about, and some teams aren't taking it seriously. Maybe it will be different. But right now, this is a very big game that's coming up. So uh, I expect a very big handle. But all in all, the semifinals were very, very popular uh, and shows that, you know, it took people a while, but there was some intrigue, especially with the Pacers team that, you know, is certainly not on the radar as far as top NBA teams go. Um, did, have you seen uh, some of the games we got tomorrow in College Hoops? 
I am so excited. This is the week, the Saturday of the college basketball season thus far. Uh, I, we're talking two excellent top twenty-five matchups head to head: Illinois at Tennessee and Arizona at number one, or number twenty-three, Wisconsin at Arizona. Uh, I believe you know ten to twelve uh, top twenty-five teams are in action. Then there's a litany of rivalry games: Xavier, Cincinnati, Syracuse, Georgetown, BYU, Utah is going to be awesome. Uh, tomorrow, yeah, it plus the yeah, add an Army Navy on on the gridiron, and tomorrow's going to be an awesome, awesome day for watching college sports. Yeah, uh, anything you like tomorrow? Um, you know, I, I like Syracuse to beat Georgetown. Uh, I can't believe I'm saying that. I'm a diehard Georgetown fan, but uh, Georgetown is struggling. They they struggle against good teams. Uh, even at home, they they blew a close one against TCU, and Syracuse is playing much better. Lines aren't out on a lot of games. Uh, really intrigued by the BYU Utah game. BYU is a crushing opponent. Um, they're on the road at a at a pretty good Utah team, and and that is a fierce rivalry. Um, you know, if it's uh, yeah, I, I imagine BYU will probably be a slight favorite, maybe four and a half on the road, but I would probably take BYU. They're very very good this year. All right, uh, we. Um... We're looking at it uh, still. It's It's been on pause the whole time. Jaden Daniels to win the Heisman tomorrow at minus 1430. Um, that's interesting that it's still available because some shops uh, closed down, uh, shut down the uh, the prop as soon as the voting is shut down as well on Monday. Yeah, and, you, you know, usually for, for uh, bets of, of long odds like that, you know, I imagine also because it's, it's not a game-based market now, it is a news-based market, um, you know, there there's going to be a, a monetary limit on how much you could bet. You know, I can't imagine we're going to, uh, you know, uh, allow uh, even, you know, four four figure bets. Uh, they're probably going to be in the hundreds max. Um, uh, but, you know, I, I think because there's still un- some uncertainty, just because uh, voters could still go, you know, best player on the best team still in it, which would be Michael Penix. Um, I think there's just enough uncertainty to allow it to still be available. Um, you know, not not as much as like a Victor Wembanyama to go number one. That was a lock of lock. This is pretty strong lock, but I still there. It could go the other way, I think. Um, but uh, that's probably the reason it's still up. All right, uh, Army Navy has hit that uh, magic number. Uh, Army is now three, so it's gotten off a of two, three and twenty-seven and a half. And crazy thing about that is, you know, they're talking about this game is going under. This game is going under. Well, these totals have gone down. This is unbelievable, Troy. The last 20, okay, we know about what, 15 out of the last 16 years it's gone under. But if you look at the last 27 games with Army and Navy, if you had this number, 27 and a half, 22 and 5 to the over. Yeah. So, I mean, how is this not a buy low spot on the total to go over? Right, right. And, you know, I think uh, it's, perception you know oh this is going to be a low scoring game we'll check out the number 27 and a half that's as low as it gets that's iowa low <laughs> you know um this game will be right. played in the low 30s but um you know it's easy to get to 30 and and hard to get to 35 but it's pretty easy to get to 30 with uh you know one two touchdowns and a field goal uh, you know if, if one team scores two touchdowns and another team scores a touchdown that right there is uh is 21 points all you need is a couple field goals you know um you need two field goals and you, you've, you've hit it so uh, I, I tend to believe this game is going to be, you know, uh, like uh, 19, 17, something like that. Um, it's going to be low scoring, but uh, I, I am on the over at 27 and a half. The interesting thing is only 61% of the money is on the over. 
51% of the tickets are on the over. And I get it that these teams are, you know, grounded teams, option, they don't throw a lot. But uh, these games typically end up in the low 30s, and that's what I'm expecting from this. You know, there, there shouldn't be too much inclement weather, I don't believe. Um, and, you know, I like Army minus three, although I do think it's going to be close, uh, under a touchdown, uh, I think. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm a little bit surprised not more people are on the over, just given the number. Yeah, isn't that crazy, Charlie? And and go ahead. Well, we've seen people take the bait, and I give my uh, I'm putting myself in that group. When the Iowa totals got down as low as they did, uh, here they are. They just went. Oh, just say, listen, you. I have to bet an over twenty-seven, and all of those Iowa games went under anyway. Iowa, um, the five lowest totals for college football this year, Troy. The lowest Iowa Nebraska twenty-four and a half mm-hmm. went under. Uh, the second lowest, Iowa Rutgers, 27.5, went under. Ended on the five-yard line. Iowa no, no, Iowa Rutgers? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, Iowa North. Well, trust me, I was paying attention. Iowa Northwestern <laughs> and Iowa Minnesota were both 30.5. Both went under. I wonder if that punt return they called back puts it over. Yeah. It was 12 to 10. Uh-huh. It may have. And then Navy East Carolina crashed a party at 30.5. That went under. So all five. Now, before last night's game, all uh, six and two to the under on the eight lowest NFL totals mm-hmm. of the season. We saw the lowest uh, go over last night. Where was the money on the total last night for New England and Pittsburgh? Yeah, you know, it was uh, heavy on the under. Um, you know, before the game, I believe it was at like 60% to the under, but uh, that moved quickly. You know, and we, we had people, uh, uh, there was a, actually a lot of live betting in last night's game. You know, uh, almost uh, 40% of the total handle, usually around 30%. But uh, because, you know, you could still get New England a plus money uh, while they were up by a touchdown, uh, we had a lot of people betting that and betting the over because, you know, uh, you, even after the first touchdown, you know, the, the line and the, the total points line didn't adjust as much as you thought. And it was such a small number to begin with that you could get a pretty manageable number in game. So, um, you know, uh, I, I think uh, we ended up, uh, it was right around even. Uh, in terms of win-loss for money on the book uh, for the over-under just because of the amount of uh, in-game we took. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with Daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Well, I could tell you what. Maybe some money line parlays opening up or money line period. Uh, got, had to get smacked on Pittsburgh again mm-hmm. for the second straight week. I mean, I know it busted up a couple of teasers I had last Sunday. And I would think, you know, when you have, the, when you have these bad teams and survivor pools as well, I mean – Who's gonna? Who's not gonna go against New England on the road? I mean, you know, and uh, yeah. that was uh, that was crazy. Was that what you know, a lot of money line action on Pittsburgh last night? Yeah, in terms of uh, total money, yeah, uh, 
Um, but again, it, it came down quickly. You know, right before the game, it was eighty-four uh, percent of the money was on Pittsburgh to win. But uh, when I refreshed uh, right around halftime, it was you know it was probably around seventy-seven percent. So a lot of money right around game time and early in the game on the Patriots. And um, you know, while we did take a decent handle on the game. Not a lot of tickets. You know, um, this was the only game that the, either side of the money line spread or over-under didn't hit a five-figure th- threshold on tickets. Um, and usually for a primetime game, at least two or three of those, you know, we're talking 15,000, 20,000 tickets for one of those sides. We didn't hit that. Um, and, you know, we're big in Pittsburgh. I just think this game, pre-game, did not uh, uh, inspire yeah. a lot of betting, even though once the game started, it opened up a lot of opportunities to make the money. I got you. I got you, Troy. Give me a um. What do you think about me and Mar- uh, Charlie's Marquette future to win it all? What do you think about the like the it. Golden Eagles once Warriors? Yeah, I, I like it. You know, um, uh, their point guard Tyler Kolek might be the best point guard in the country. And uh, you know, oh. we'll, here, we'll, what do you need to win the NCAA tournament? You need uh, experience. You need a talented point guard. You need coach. Uh, and you need size. And, um, you know, they have some good size, maybe not as big as you'd like, but uh, they have a front court player who's excellent. Um, uh, I always want to call him Ayo DeSumo, but it's not. Um, but, uh, you know, they, they have experience all over the court. They have an excellent coach who's been there in Shaka Smart, um, you know, and their point guard, Tyler Kolek, is just unbelievable. So, uh, you know, I, I like them uh, right now. I think they're playing really well. Um, but, uh, you know, I. It's just really tough for me to buy a future this early because it all it all comes down to health and uh, matchups right. in the tournament. But yeah, you know, I, if you, you, you get them high it, enough, and, and if they reach number one, you may be able to uh, cash out and, uh, and and you know make some money well before the tournament starts. That's one of the important things about betting on a college basketball future. Like say at Creighton, you can get them at plus thirty five hundred to start the season. They win a couple more games, they may be in the top five and down to plus fifteen hundred. You could cash out and make some money there. Troy, another feature that I like with Bet Rivers is you can bet a conference to win the national championship. Mm-hmm. The Big East, the last time I looked, was plus 350. That gives you Creighton along with UConn and Marquette. UConn and Marquette right now are at the very least top 10 teams and maybe top five teams, in my opinion, just from the, the first month of the season. You throw Creighton in there, who made a nice run last year. That's not a terrible price to get the Big East at this point? No, it's not. And I think the Big East is kind of down right now. Um, you know, Villanova has struggled, and I think their roster makeup is excellent. Um, you know, Creighton uh, is, is playing very well, had a good performance in Maui. I think you're absolutely right there, um, you know, because there aren't as many, uh, like name another conference that has teams, multiple teams that you really think. Uh, the Big right. Ten uh, and maybe the Big 12, but right now in the SEC, not a lot of confidence there. Um, you know, Tennessee, Kentucky. Um, but uh, the, when you get, you know, the numbers of teams that the Big East has uh, right now, I think that's, uh, you know, a, a very good number at plus 350. And, and UConn, you know, their one loss is at Paul Gallon Fieldhouse where no one beats Kansas. Uh, and Tristan Newton had 35. That was an unbelievable game. They are playing so well right now. They're playing without their star freshman. Yeah. Um, UConn, you know, I think repeating in any sport is just impossible. So I wouldn't bet on UConn just for the sheer fact that they won it last year. But right now, they look like a team that could win the national championship. What's the odds of Big East right now? Plus 350. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you, UConn, Creighton, and uh, Marquette alone. I mean, Nova, you don't, you, you, I mean, we'll see what they can. Um, but, no, that's, um, 
that, that that's tempting uh, to say the least. So we are. Uh, this is we're. Do they still have a Pac-12? Is Oklahoma, Texas in the SEC yet? Or what? I mean, huh? Yeah, no, there's still a Pac-12 <laughs> for the for the moment. And what I like about uh, Marquette, real quick, is look, Shaka. I like his uh, pressure on the perimeter, trying to uh, keep it from you know getting down, causing problems before they get. Take advantage of maybe not that great size interior, but Kolick handles the offensive end and he shares the ball. They, they, I, I just you you can see the the leadership and they they love him. I mean, he shares it with it's just a it's a good good team man that's played an unbelievable schedule, unbelievable schedule to this point. Troy, thank you, buddy. We appreciate that. Don't forget at Bet Rivers too, FCS. You need your football fixes tonight and tomorrow night. You got four games uh, in the FCS playoffs. Maybe we'll reach out to our boy Randy McKay, see what he's got going later in the show. Thank you, Troy. Have a good one, guys. Thanks. All right. Uh, we'll take a time out. Before we do that, uh, we'll continue to talk about our friends over at Lofton Staffing Services. Lofton Staffing Services, we're in the business of matching hard workers with some of the most sought-after employers in the Baton Rouge area. So, Lofton, you're more than just another employee. We care about your interests. And we'll match you with a company that needs your skills. Complete an application, schedule an interview, and even browse jobs at Lofton.jobs. That's Lofton Staffing Services, 924-0200 and Lofton.jobs. Live at lunch from Rufino's 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. Live at lunch. Big Mike's, another big weekend at Big Mike's. You know, they're playing bingo on Thursday night. So any Thursday night you go in there, you're going to get uh, an entree. You get a bingo card to go with it. You can win prizes from off of the menu. And, of course, Sunday you got happy hour all day. So you can go out and watch the NFL starting at 11 o'clock. Happy hour drink prices are two twenty-five beer, both bottle and domestic uh, draft. You've got the $3 wells and $4 wine. All your holiday parties, uh, still room at Big Mike's uh, for you to get uh, multiple size party rooms. So no matter how big or small your get-together is, there's room there. If you're having a party at your house, you don't want to take care of all of the food Big Mike's does off-site catering for you during the holiday season, live music uh, on the weekends, of course. Big Mike's Denham Springs Institution with the big with the Denham Springs uh, Hall of Fame right in the front of the restaurant. You've seen them on Bar Rescue. Go out. It's great eats and drinks. It's a good atmosphere. At Big Mike's on Aspen Square, we're kind of a big deal. In times of need, get a full list of... Offensive coordinator Mike Denbrock and quarterbacks coach Joe Sloan join the show. It's Friday's AFR 3-6, 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. Lock of the Week Friday, presented by Tex Morris of Edward Jones Investments. Live from Rafino's on Highland Road on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. Good news, bad news for LSU on the recruiting front. The good news is that this morning, Evangel defensive lineman Gabriel Relliford announced his commitment to LSU. Uh, former commitment to Texas A&M as a four-star prospect. Uh, Composite is the number 23 defensive lineman in the country in the top 300. Overall, 6'2", 255, 15 sacks the last two years. That's the good news. Bad news is that Quincy Wiggins has put himself in the transfer portal. Former top 100 guy from Madison Prep. This is very disappointing. This this is a guy I thought was going to be a star here. Uh, had uh, you know looked the part and just never could quite get it off the ground. This is I, I think this is part of 
LSU's gone through three defensive line coaches in the last, uh, what, uh, 16 months or whatever. They've had a hard time. Hasn't been all their fault. Jamar Cain took another job in the pros. Uh, you know, Jimmy Lindsay got, uh, got sick. But uh, this, I think, is part of the, the lack of development on the defensive line has been the, um, you know, just a, a kind of a revolving door at the defensive line coaching position. So good news, bad news for LSU football. Back after the top of the hour here at Rafino's 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Live at lunch. Get my... Lock of the Week Friday, presented by Tex Morris of Edward Jones Investments. Live from Rafino's on Highland Road on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. Lock of the Week Friday, presented by Tex Morris and Edward Jones Investments here from Rafino's. Real festive atmosphere here at holiday season. I love Rafino's during the holidays. Decorations, a lot of Christmas parties, little office get-togethers here, and uh, we're enjoying the we got gumbo coming, man. We yeah, got, we got gumbo coming. Got a got a party uh, behind us, uh, you know, exchanging gifts. Uh, last night, uh, different uh, parties throughout the entire month of December, and the bar is very popular. And uh, it's just, it's, it is uh, the biggest thing we miss. Uh, big roughing, getting on the bar and stapling those uh, icicles uh, all the way through the doggone restaurant. You know, it so. was Christmas when Ruffin showed up with his staple gun. That was always Black Friday. Yeah, yeah. it was Black you know, it's Friday. The holiday season. Got here for the uh, the cyber. Not the cyber, but the uh, the you know the gift card special yeah. and opened up early and uh, man, my man used to love decorating. It was uh, a lot of fun. Let's go out to Las Vegas. Bruce Marshall, executive editor of the well, he used to with Gold Sheet forever, but um, you know with VegasInsider.com, I forget all of it. BamSports.net, Sports Betters Paradise, uh, CBSSportsLine.com. Uh, I don't know. Did I miss anything? Um, international. Um, Friday's at noon in Baton Rouge. You know. You've been with us for a while. How you doing, Brucey? <laughs> Happy holidays, boys. Yes, indeed. Um, all right. You, you take a little bit of a buzz uh, with the uh, NBA semis in, in, in-season tournament. Uh, I know it's we're slow to get on the uh, NBA, you know, get really in NBA mode so early in the season but it did it did um it's put this last week quarterfinals semifinals and final you could not have picked a better week and we talked about that beforehand that they're capitalizing you you get um you get a break having such a weak game on the nfl last night but you know around the city man it's creating a little buzz 
Yeah, a little bit. And I think, you know, a lot of people are having trouble following this thing until we came right up to the end because, you know, through the last month, I mean, there have been games that were supposedly part of this tournament. And, and a lot of people just didn't figure out, and me included, like what, you know, what's the, the tournament look right. like. And then all of a sudden, it's kind of come into focus, and they've had the last, uh, you know, these last few games now in Vegas. I guess the game, the, the Pacers-Lakers game, is actually not going to count in the standings uh, tomorrow from what we hear. The, my only, my only beef with this is I as as good as the branding is in the NBA with everything. Why they haven't come up with a different name for this thing? I mean, NC that's like as bland. I mean, call it the NBA Challenge, the NBA Cl- uh, Cup, the NBA Classic, the David Stern Trophy, something like that. Um, oh, I can answer that, Bruce. I, I I can answer that for you. They wanted to roll this out and have everybody see it before they slap a sponsorship on it. Next year, this will be the Nabisco NBA in-season well, tournament oh. or something along those lines. Well, well, and, they, and they figured if they if they put it out there first, they could get a better price next year. Well, that's not that, – you're right, but what I'm saying is they – I mean, call it – this isn't about sponsorship. Just call it something else. Call it the NBA Classic. Call it the NBA Cup. Uh, something like – I mean, in-season tournament. It's just so – it's like, you know – my grandkids could come up with that name, and I understand. Well, well that guess what, the, Bruce? The, that's coming in about yeah. two or three years. Okay, it's going to be called the LeBron Cup. Okay, he's going to win the <laughs> yeah, first right. one. They're going to name it. Yeah. How you know? Yeah. If, uh, you know what's been the big mo- motivation that's consistent with all the players? It's the money. He needs the money yeah. as least as anybody, and he's playing as hard as anybody. So yeah. give give it to LeBron. Give it to you know LeBron seven yeah. eleven. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, whatever it is. So yeah. he, they'll name it after him when it's done. Yeah, they probably will. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's all. Uh, yeah, I mean, let's see what happens. Uh, you know, tomorrow night the Pacers have uh, taken this seriously. The Lakers have certainly taken this thing seriously. And now my question is, if their fans are going to consider this another championship, some of them will. Are they going to raise the rafters up at the in-season tournament banner at the Crypto dot com? We will see. Well, Charlie is ready to shut down the, the remaining 59 games on the schedule with the Pelicans after last night. So. I'm not willing to shut it down. It just shows me where they are in relation to the power teams, that if they ever got this group together, how they would react against a really good team that was playing for something, simulated playoff basketball, if you will, and they're not close. You remember close. when Chris Bosh and LeBron and Dwayne Wade started the season together? Not one, not two, not no, three. No, do you remember yeah. it took a, they were about, had a losing record through the first 25 games or so? They did. Maybe they need some time together to, to, to try and, see, you know, could, could develop some kids. It is basketball. They, the chemistry is sort of important. Zion's walking up the floor. There ain't nothing going to fix How many that. games? How, no, no, we'll maybe call it out. How many games have they had this healthy unit play together? Five? Season, it, uh, yeah, something like that. Okay. Five or six. It, 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 it takes more than five. Okay. So yeah. So yeah, they need more games to play together than if they're going to go up against a, an elite team. Uh, you we know. reverse in roles today, Bruce. Uh, Jimmy's the optimist, and I'm the curmudgeon. That's right. Here we go. <laughs> Eternal okay. optimist. Bruce. All right. Speaking of optimism, Bruce. Um, all right. Final four is set. Your thoughts um, on the committee and what happened here? I know you. I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this whole thing. <laughs> they got the four teams right. Um, uh, I think. Uh, by the way, don't don't tell uh, Trey Shappen Little Rock I said this because he hates Texas more than me um, and you guys. Uh, but right now, I think Texas and Bama are the two best teams, uh, and 
if there's a third, it's Georgia, and they're not in this Final Four. But those are the three best teams in college football, and then Washington and Michigan are notch behind them. The question here is a lot of people are mad at the playoff committee. All those people in Florida are mad at them. I can understand that. The problem is the whole system here. And if you're really mad at somebody, if you're Florida State, uh, I would look right at Jim Phillips, the ACC commissioner, along with those other two commissioners at the time, it was Warren and, uh, and Klavikoff, I believe, uh, who formed that alliance a couple of years ago and blocked the uh, playoff committee from uh, expanding this thing to 12 for this year. Uh, that happened a couple of years ago. Uh, and, and we saw how, how uh, you know, tight that alliance was when the Big Ten ended up poaching a couple of schools out of the Pac-12. So much for that alliance. Be careful who you're in the yeah. foxhole with. <laughs> but the other thing is, too, the college football here, and this whole thing, um, it's a, they're a cartel, and they make their own rules. And like OPEC, and the oil ministers get together and they say, okay, we're going we're gonna to up the, uh, we're going to start pumping more next Tuesday. Um, they don't say we're going to do this in 2025. I don't know why they couldn't along the way. I mean, you got lawyers. All this is is more money. Say, okay, we're gonna we're gonna accelerate this. Maybe we're gonna go to six this year or eight. They could have done that in October if they wanted, uh, really. And then you'd have had Florida State play Alabama, but Texas, Georgia in the first round. The winners will face Michigan and Washington. There's some other ways to do it. The bottom line is the whole four. They were very fortunate in past years that the four team thing did not cause this sort of controversy. It could have any year. And they were just very fortunate that they avoided that until this year. Somebody was going to get left out. And they did the right thing. I mean, look, at uh, Florida State's a two-touchdown underdog against Georgia in the Orange Bowl. And by the way, that's the one thing. Somebody asked me this week, well, I guess now Alabama has to win this thing to keep the Florida State people quiet. I said, sort of. I said, but more than that, Georgia needs to beat Florida State in the Orange Bowl. If Florida State wins the Orange Bowl, you will never stop hearing the end of it from Florida State people. If they lose to Georgia, then that'll quiet them down a little bit. So, your 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 gold sheet uh, point spread values, okay, which has always been right on the money. Georgia's still not number one. I mean, you telling me Georgia and Alabama would play tomorrow in Atlanta? That Georgia's not a favorite? I'd be like a pick. I think I Texas would be favored over both of them. Uh, really? So that would be. By my that's that's my rating. I'm not sure at Las Vegas to do. That's my rating. I'd put Texas one and a half two over either of them right now. Um, and in huh. uh, Georgia, you know, I'm, I'm, Georgia might be one over Alabama. I mean, my ratings are even. You know, so uh, uh, I'm not sure how the odds makers would do it, but that's basically what it is. But those those are the three. Now I don't know how they're going to figure Michigan in there. I think they got the wrong team favored with Bama and Michigan. Um, so we'll see. Texas favorite over Washington. Um, so I think they've actually got Texas as a top power-rated team right now. That's my thought, but we'll see. Bruce, I think regardless of how this turns out, you're never going to hear the end of this. I mean, you talk to any Auburn fan, if our friend Tex Morris was here, they're still steamed about 2004. Well, they sure. went undefeated and they didn't get a shot to play yep. for the national championship. And Mike Slive said after, he didn't say it publicly, but privately his actions, this will never happen to our league again. We are never going to get shot at again. If i got to change the format, if i got to change the schedule, this will never happen to us again. And if we weren't already going to a 12-team playoff, 
we certainly would be after this happened. This would light a fire right. under every other conferences behind to, to get it done. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's just you know, we, yeah, we think that we think a lot of things that don't come to fruition. I just think that Florida State, I think it's, you know, hey, the old follow the money uh, a, a deal, and that is, okay, the sponsor was not happy that a lot of people turn their TVs off, you know, an hour into the TCU-Georgia National Championship game. What can we do to to try and avoid this, you know, to give us the best chance to avoid this? And that's leave Florida State out. I mean, there's a, there's a scenario where Florida State could have gone in there and, you know, Alabama is not as likely to get blown out by Michigan as Florida State would. I mean, it's just or, – or if Florida State wins somehow the semifinal, are they going to go in there with a backup quarterback and get blown out, uh, you know, by Texas uh, in the second round? I just think that it was – the sponsor, the one who's footing the bill, had some influence uh, on this. And so, and I, that, that's yep. where Herb Street's all, all of a sudden, it's best, it's best, it's best. What's still not the best? I mean, you can't tell me that both of those teams Saturday were not two of the top four teams in Georgia and Alabama. What's not the best? What's, it's the best yep. when it pertains yep. to Florida State, Alabama, but it's not the best here. And, you know, so what the hell is it? Or, so or Liberty and SMU uh, at the what, bottom of what the, a, the race. Let me ask you this, too, Bruce. One more little yep. grassy knoll for you. Who is the head of this committee? The NC State AD, right? Right. Yeah. Boo Corrigan. Yeah. Okay, Boo Corrigan. Florida State made it very public. They didn't want any part of the ACC anymore, huh? They, that, made, that, they made them change the revenue distribution. So it's Boone like, hey, man, these guys are running, running, wanting to skate off on, just trying to cause in all kinds of problems. There were more Does people he not on that speak committee. quite up as is, is passionately for them after that? All I know is that there were more people on that committee with ACC backgrounds than SEC backgrounds. You can go look up all the resumes. Is that right? Yeah. 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 No, that's, that might be true. That could that could be true. And, that, and the sponsor thing definitely could be true. So it's all part of it. But um, – the bottom line is, too, I mean, this could have happened for the grace of God uh, for the committee. Uh, this didn't come up. It could have happened any time the past few years, and it just so happened that it fell much easier for them to make the decision for the top four. This year it was tough. There was gonna be, this is built for controversy at some point. It finally hit full bore this year. I just find it funny that, you know, the, the most coveted uh, content on television now is – is live sports okay in sports yeah. because everything else you can watch you know on demand all right and so you got live sports and what makes sports so entertaining is the unpredictability and the it's it's real life it's instead of you know the what do they call them, reality shows where the people know they have the camera on but they come on you know this is real life stuff and then and then it's and then you're getting away from it and you are no we want you know, are we glad that we might have a couple of better games? That's our Herb Street. I'm tired of the blowouts. But that's not what this is all about. That's just not what this is all about. My biggest fear, Bruce, is what in the hell does this do for non-conference scheduling? Why schedule? Why schedule? Bama doesn't schedule Texas. They're in regardless. They're the number yeah. one seed. They're not sweating yeah. it. If they, you know, why, why didn't uh, Florida State roll the dice with two SEC opponents away from Tallahassee? Why do it? I mean, you know, you know, reward. Yes, it can help you reward. It helped Texas. It did help Texas here. But I, 
I just I, I hate what it does uh, to non-conference scheduling. Bruce, we got some really good uh, college basketball games tomorrow. Have you taken a peek and maybe given them uh, uh, maybe any teams that you like in these uh, in these games that we have tomorrow? Yeah, there's some uh, interesting ones. Uh, un- unfortunately, tonight uh, there's uh, nothing tonight. <laughs> tonight, so uh, you know we've got to look at uh, some of these games uh, t- uh, tomorrow. Uh, suddenly, the Illinois-Tennessee game is a lot more interesting. After Illinois won the game against Florida Atlantic the other night, we'll get a little bit better idea about uh, Tennessee uh, coming up uh, tomorrow. Wisconsin starting to look a little bit better. Uh, they're in Arizona tomorrow. Now Arizona is number one in the country, so that is kind of interesting. I kind of like this Arkansas-Oklahoma game. Uh, Porter Mosier uh, looks like he's got Oklahoma on a pretty good course right now. They won that tournament out in San Diego. They're unbeaten. They're playing very well. But all of a sudden, Muss has got Arkansas playing better. Now, I'm not sure beating Duke is, is imp- means as much as it did in recent years, but we've, we've seen this from Muss's teams the last few years, and it, it, you know, he's got a different mix every year. And it's transfers coming in, and this year it's not as many freshmen, but it's uh, upper-class guys. It's like Khalif Battle coming in from Temple. Uh, Trey Mark has been hurt, but they start. They have played really well their last couple of games. They've also gone over in every game except one. Uh, so this is a very interesting game. They're going to be an underdog at Oklahoma tomorrow, but I'm really interested in Arkansas because when they get going like that, they really get going. And uh, maybe this is uh, something that uh, will be there. For the old-timers in the bunch, Marquette and Notre Dame tomorrow, Marquette made a real statement against Texas this week. Notre Dame is not much this year, so I think Marquette is there. But for old time's sake and up in the Midwest there, that's a pretty good old-time matchup. All right, Arkansas and Oklahoma. Oklahoma undefeated uh, so far at 8-0. Arkansas has had a much tougher schedule, though, uh, leading up to this win. Any early thoughts? TCU-Clemson, this is part of that uh, Toronto uh, doubleheader. Uh, tomorrow, both teams are undefeated in this one as well. Yeah, and I guess uh, uh, you know Purdue and uh, Alabama playing as is, is as well up there. Um, and you know uh, Clemson the other night came through really nice against South Carolina, which is a much better team this year. You talk about a couple of nice transfers coming there for Lamont Paris, Studi from uh, Vanderbilt as well. He's a good all-around player. But Clemson came back on them in that game. I kind of now the thing I think Clemson's going to be a tournament team again this year. Are they going to be able to get out of the first weekend? Uh, we will see. But I like PJ Hall. I mean, he's a very, very functional uh, guy down on the block, scoring more than twenty per game for Brownell. Um, that was a really nice comeback uh, for them the other night against uh, against South Carolina. And TCU is undefeated right now as well for Jamie and. Um, uh, but I, I kind of like the, the I kind of like Clemson a little bit there. Hall gives them a real versatility. There's not a lot of big guys that skilled in the country, and I might I think Clemson's kind of a team to watch. And we'll uh, there these are two tournament teams. We could see this game again in March in the first round maybe, but like a, an eight nine game. Uh, but uh, it's going to be pretty interesting. A couple of good games north of the border. All right, a quick one before we let you go to maybe a team that's uh, under the radar that you, you know, hey, look out for them, maybe to look to back, and maybe a brand name that is not as good as they usually are? Indiana State. Uh, very, very uh, impressive early on here. Uh, they're doing their undefeated. They've got some transfers in there. 
Missouri Valley has got uh, a couple of teams to watch, but Indiana State has really been catching my attention thus far. Uh, nice win the other night at Northern Illinois, uh, and they're running off a lot of points for a W's in a row, so I'd really watch them. The other way, Iowa. Last night, uh, I am tired of seeing Iowa not competing in these games. Um, Iowa State ran them off the court last night after Purdue did earlier in the week. I think Fran McCaffrey's going to be in some trouble. I think this whole thing with his son on the team and his tattoos and all that, I don't, I mean, there's something going on wrong there. And if his son had to leave the team for a while last year, they started to play better. Um, Iowa just does not compete too often for me. And I think he's in trouble, and I think he should be. And uh, Iowa's a team I am not going to be going with again uh, for a good while, I'll tell you that. Now, Matt Eumanns told us yesterday, look out for him. He gave us a rocking chair game last night with Iowa State, and that was truly a rock. With the final, Charlie, 25 or so? 90 to 65. There you go, 25. Exactly 25. So it was uh, more than that throughout the game. Bruce, enjoy the weekend. Get ready, man. Bowl talk next week. Got a lot of things to talk about with the bowl season kicking off a week from tomorrow. Bruce, have a good weekend. We'll see you next week. Have fun, boys. Thank you. All right, don't forget our Total Diamond Performance Holiday Camps. That's right, we've got three different sessions, December 18th through the 21st, December 26th through the 29th, and January 2nd through the 5th. Beginners Division, 7 to 10-year-olds, and intermediates, 11 to 14-year-olds. And again, lead instructors, Matt Mastretta, Nick Schneider, Peyton Cooper, Mason Zambo, Ke- Ke- Caleb Stelly, Lee Amadie, and Bent Robichaud. Any, uh, and any player that participates for a full session, that's four days, receive an entry into our ugly Christmas sweater glove drawing, giving away a glove. So again, format of the camp allows players to receive detailed instruction on skill sets that will assist them in becoming the complete baseball player. Be offering three different sessions for the holiday seasons, as I talked about earlier. So, hey, man, this is your last little chance to get a little bit of a jump start on your development for the travel ball season. Again, go to nick at tdpbaseball.com. That's nick at tdpbaseball.com. Total Diamond Performance Holiday Camps. Live of the Week Friday presented by Tex Morris and Edward Jones Investments from Rafinos on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. Live at lunch. Our listeners fire up the city. Plus, we recap the weekend in the NFL, including Saints versus Panthers. 7 to 10 a.m., 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. It's Heisman Watch for LSU's Jaden Daniels, and we want to give you a front row seat live from Legends in New York City. Catch after further review with Matt Moscona this afternoon at 3 p.m. Then tomorrow, Matt hosts the Heisman Preview Show at 5 p.m. live on Eagle 98.1 and right here on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. Our coverage is brought to you locally by Acura Baton Rouge, Insurance Network of Louisiana, and Community Steel. Lock of the Week Friday, presented by Tex Morris of Edward Jones Investments. Live from Rafino's on Highland Road on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. Back here at Rafino's, no no college football games to pick this week other than Army Navy, so we're not doing our five pack. Oh, so oh we're like not. We're, we're not recapping last week, huh? Well, why, oh, don't we just, why don't we just do like everybody else does and just say it when we win, and when we don't, we just conveniently forget to mention it. No, we recap every week, and every week is Charlie. Very good week. I, you know, you want to talk about my recap on Fridays? See me Sunday. I'm having a very good year on Sunday. <laughs> But last week, I, I think that's what I he went does every week, right? right? You know, it, it, here's Max's record, here's Charlie's record. And from my record, oh, catch me on Sunday morning. So right? you, you, <laughs> you, um, you kind of, uh, 
You took a dive because you I, knew what, there was not going to be any recap, huh? That's what I was hoping. Yeah, that's that's why I went one and four. I went four and one. Worst Max, week, Max worst, how did worst, you do? Worst week four and one. Charlie, how did you do? One and four. Worst weekend of the season. Dyslexic Hanny. Worst weekend of the season. Oklahoma State. Tulane. Oh, that was that was my only loser. Okie State. Uh, New Mexico State. Although they, um, did, they did cover you, the teaser. You should have covered. I will say that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Diego Pava, Pavia does not go in that game. Not only do they cover, but they. It's fifty fifty whether they win. I mean, he was he was beautiful to watch in that game. Do you watch it? I mean, he does everything. <laughs> I mean, he he runs behind his pads. Yeah. Runs tough. He's not. He's not that big. He's not that fast. He's throw. He's an accurate thrower. But how about like when his, when they were down like at the eight yard line, and he gave that real hard fake, one little jab step like he was going to run, pop, and he sells in the guy's wide open on a little crosser no, in the end zone. He, he, he doesn't look like a great athlete. Does he execute okay, he, though? He, yes, he just makes play. He throws an ugly ball. He's not big. He's not fast. He just plays. But he, he has just to good, execute really good yes, to be effective. Yeah. And yeah. so, and he's he's got a very good coach. Brock Purdy, you put his skill set, you know, he's near the you know the 32 start quarterbacks in the league, yeah. near the bottom in size, near the bottom in arm strength, near the bottom in mobility. But guess what? So he has to execute. You want yeah. to talk about anticipate throws? And that's the thing I'm watching last night with Trubisky. Still, he has to see guys wide open. Yeah, it's not going to happen. He has him. to see guys open. Right. Still, he just will not move it, allow rhythm to – I tell you what, I tell you the guy who's done it in right before our eyes in the middle of the season. Jaden Daniels. <laughs> well well he did it a lot in the offseason, got ready. Yeah. No, at that level is uh, the love for Green Bay. Yes. Right. I mean yeah. he's he's throwing the ball in rhythm and I mean he's anticipating throws and that's what you practice. Yeah. You know, so um anyway, though but So what no, do we finish for the, the regular season or wherever we are? Max finishes Seventeen games over five hundred, forty three and twenty six. You are nine games over five hundred, thirty nine and thirty. So four games behind him. And I went four and one last week. <laughs> <laughs> it was, wasn't the uh, thirty one and thirty seven for the year. Missed on Vegas last week too. Uh, UNLV. Um, I, I took the took the bait. Uh, I, uh, on I, that. I, I liked. Um, I thought that the the line had everybody was used to cashing tickets on Vegas in the last two games. They. Odom's done a great job, but look, man, they're just not as good as San Jose State and uh, in Boise. In Boise, I mean, those San Jose State was relatively close, but that was just dumb. The computers, those were the two best teams. They beat UNLV head to head. They should have been in there. Yeah, because it wasn't because because Boise and UNLV didn't play. So San Jose right. State split in their two games, but I mean, Boise State fired the coach. Hey, but you know what? That's why I like them in the bowl games too. Yeah, they're a different team. Isn't they're, isn't everybody different? We we got a number. No, not this all one. of them. Well, you saw our, the Egg our, Bowl. I, I'm talking about for the the, the bowl games coming. Uh, everybody's going to be different. Oh, uh, I got you. The, we we got a number this morning, Jimmy. Uh, uh, on three, put out a number of total players in FBS in the transfer portal. Now, the transfer portal just opened up Monday. Okay, so this week. And you, you've already guessed this, but for, for the audience, uh, 133 teams, how many players in the transfer portal as of this morning? 1,452. So you're looking so at, you're looking at about 11. 11 players per. I mean, is half, it, is, almost it, half a recruiting class. When, is, when, can, when is the, the deadline to enter into the portal? 
January 4th, I think it oh, is. Oh, you got all the way? Well, well, I think that, that number's not done. No, but I think most. Most of them. But yeah, yeah. I, but you're going to get a few more. Yeah. yeah so, something like that. You hear that, too? Um, so because there's, of the roster build, more and more teams, minus Clemson, are are approaching the transfer portal because they're like a, a Norvell. He needed to. He needed to win now, yeah. or he wasn't going to get that second contract. Um but the, the ESPN 150, how many after the signing day, how many are uncommitted right now? Of the ESPN top 150, yeah. probably less than 25%, something like that. I'll, I'll look during the break. But four. Is, is it four? Because they're worried about losing their spot. Okay. Cause, because there's more competition from, from the existing players. Yeah. That's me. You know, so you can't, you know, when it first started with the split, I mean – if I if I got my hand out, I'm sitting yeah. here and I'm saying, no, you're not signing because we're going to get so much more attention, and I'm going to be good where they can really zero in on you, and we're going to we'll sweeten the pot by waiting for the later date. They can't they can't afford to do that right now. The number I'd like to see is let's go back for three or four years, okay? And everybody that was in the transfer portal then, okay. Now the rules have changed, okay. But I want to know, out of this 1,450 players that we have in there right now, three years from now, how many of them are going to say, you know what, it worked out for me. This was the right choice. How many ended up in a better situation than they did before? Because I can already tell you that of the 1,452 that in the transfer portal, all of them ain't getting full scholarships. No. And, and a lot of them that get no, full no. scholarships are going to get it at a lower level uh, than FBS. And... How, how many for, – for every Joe Burrow and Jaden Daniels that transferred and won the Heisman, okay, how many guys transferred and said, you know what, I'd have been better off where I was? And I can't answer that question. I mean, for a lot of these guys, transferring is the best thing. It, you know, I just named two that it accelerated their careers in a way that it probably would not have had they stayed put. But how many of these guys are going to say, you know what, I, I had a pretty good thing there, and I might have done better had I, had I stayed put. Fifty percent, forty percent, thirty percent. I have no idea. Yeah, there, there's, there, there's a chunk. There's no doubt. And I mean, they all. I think Wes Reynolds uh, said it best for us our, our, on a regular uh, Wednesday. These kids like to be recruited. Sure, and it's 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 not real world, but they like to they like to be. It's lucrative. Wanted. What? It's lucrative. You know that you can create bidding wars essentially. For your services in a lot of these cases. I'm, the transfer I'm, I'm, I'm in, off in on this one, maybe, I, but I saw him have a great start, and I saw him really struggle for a, a good month. I'm surprised Cam Ward is the most sought-after uh, quarterback uh, transfer. Just me. They were great in September, lousy in October, better in November than they were in October, but not as good as they were in September. And they played some good teams in September, too. I mean, they, they, yes. They, they, no, they beat they, Oregon State. They beat Oregon handily, State. Yeah. Yes, I, I thought. Uh, I thought that they would be. Thought that they would. I mean, be I, I saw UCLA. They just. I mean, made them look like a JV team. You, Dante Moore is an interesting player because you're going to get multiple years with him. He's in the transfer portal. Well, you got four, huh? Uh, well, did he get, lose his red shirt this year? Probably so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He lost his red. Oh, so have, he's got four to play three. You'd have, yeah, you'd have three, three left. We're brought to you in part by Louisiana Health and Injury Centers, helping you deal with pain. Dr. Michael Goff and, our, and his staff have done a great job for me and uh, the rest of our family, uh, you know, whether it be neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, those things that are keeping you from moving around uh, like you'd like to, maybe costing you a good night's sleep. Let them do for you what they've done for us, which is 
target those problem areas and get you to feeling better. Whether it be the, the exercise and stretching programs that really honestly did wonders uh, to uh, the dry needles, the electric nerve stimulation, cryo and ultrasound therapy, they will get you to feeling better. Airline Highway, Plank Road, Jefferson Highway near Drusilla, Dr. Michael Goff, Louisiana Health and Injury Centers. Live at lunch from Rufino's, 104.5 ESPN, Baton Rouge. Live at lunch in Times Age. Lock of the Week Friday, presented by Tex Morris of Edward Jones Investments. Live from Rafino's on Highland Road on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. Kind of cool to see some of the uh, the video we got coming out of uh, New York City with the the Heisman candidates uh, going around doing their doing their media rounds, yeah. doing their publicity stuff. A big crowd in Times Square around them. Uh, Daniels with his uh, LSU Letterman jacket on. Uh, He's working at Raising Canes. Uh, <laughs> they, um, they, there's a Raising Canes in Times Square now. Uh, That's what I'm saying. They, yeah. I think it was him and a teammate. Oh, might have been. Uh, might might have been. Yeah, they've been they've been doing that. Uh, you know, the, I think it was Bo Nix, and he said, "I can help you," even though I didn't go to LSU. <laughs> so. um, no, it's it, it's really cool to see some of the images. Uh, Matt Show is going to be uh, live from Legends later this afternoon, so uh, I know he's going to have some good stuff uh, with the Heisman. Um, Cool thing, uh, it, honestly, oh, no, that, J- Jimmy. I never didn't think that uh, there'd be an LSU Heisman winner in my lifetime for a long time, and now right. two in in a you know four year period does uh, really. You know, something it's funny though. Preseason, his odds are like third choice or something. Yeah, he was second or third choice depending on where you shot behind Caleb yeah. Williams. So there there was an ex- expectation, and when we did our preseason um, picks, we did our uh, SEC preview. We we had to make picks, so we did some team futures. But my futures were all on Daniels going over more yards, more pa- more touchdown passes, more interceptions. He was going to throw the ball more. because he was going to throw the ball more based on the last half of last season. You know, starting in the Tennessee game, and you know Brian Kelly took a little heat after that game uh, when he said, you know, Jaden Daniels really threw the ball a lot better today. It's like, and eh, you got run out of the stadium. Who cares? But he did. And that was the beginning of his progression. And by the end of the season, you could really see he was starting to make some uh, make some progress. And he had a great off season. Worked his behind off. And I'm just really happy for him. We, uh, absolutely. Um, you know, it's in in the reports from Tempe. It was like, look, y'all not gonna get this rah rah guy. I mean, he's not gonna just go in there and be this yeah. vocal leader. He's not. It's not that wired like that. But he had to lead by example. And um, man, it's just. Uh, the first game where I, I was just like, oh, wow. And I just thought it was just a great day. I didn't know if he – because it's hard. The, the balls he was doing in Starkville, were, the, the, the throws he was making, it was unbelievable. I mean, hit like his first 18, yeah. and they were hard. Right. I mean, they were they were not just swing passes. I mean, these were down the field, with the, about the fourth down, where neighbors has to barely get one right by the, by, by the, uh, by the pylon. I mean, some really tough window throws, and then it just kept going and going. And then, you know, Thomas emerged as more of a reliable uh, receiver, and then it was it was lights out. They were going to move the ball on anybody. Mm-hmm. And to go into Alabama to perform at that level, and you didn't know if he was playing at Bryant-Denny or freaking, you know, I, you know, I mean, at Tiger Stadium or in, a, in COVID, nobody there. I mean, just unflappable. I mean, with a lot on the line and a lot of pressure, and that's the thing, too. The defense was so bad, there was no room for error. 
on this yeah. guy. And but I said it, it was I forget what game it was, and I'm like about six, seven games in, six games before the Heisman started, all that the, the move. So he's the best player in the country. So there's nobody that can run like him that throws like him. And I'm like, who's throwing him? Maybe Penix is throwing a little better because Penix was hitting guys, I mean, in stride. Yeah. You know, was really throwing a ball at a high level. But Penix doesn't run. He averages two attempts per game, and those are off of scrambles. You saw the as much running as a, he's ever done this year with a couple of third shorts against uh, in the Pac-12 championship game. And not only does he run, there ain't nobody catching his cat. It's, yeah. it's his, I know we got- his yards per play, his yards per touch. It's just unbelievable, man. I know we got four months to talk about the draft, but somebody's going to have to tell me why Caleb Williams and Drake May are ranked ahead of this guy. And I'm trying not to be a homer here. Let's look at everything, okay? Are either one of them bigger than him? No. I, are they? Do, do they have a better arm than him? Not that I can see. Have they played against better competition than he has? No. Are either one of them faster than him? No. Um, I, I realize Daniels probably needs to put on a little bit of weight when he gets into the league, and I think by the time he's like 25 years old, he will be, uh, you know, probably 220, 225 pounds. All right. So that's, that's fine. I, I just, I, I, the I, toughness, I, everything, I, I don't like, see where. I think Williams does do a couple things better. Okay. Okay. I think he's more shifty in his elusiveness. You know, kind of not, not not just straight ahead speed on a run, but I'm talking about buying times, avoiding the tackler. I think he's you – know, Daniels is more – is taller. His his stride is more, you know, elongated. And I just think that – and when we are enamored with that, that different uh, – that arm slot. I think the arm – the strength of is the same. I think the accuracy is the same. I think that, you know, where Daniels has these long runs, those – those are going to be reduced greatly. Sure, you, no, nobody, nobody makes those and, kind of runs and, in the NFL. They're going to be reduced greatly. I think that the, he's quicker than Daniels is what I mean. And I think he has a little quicker release. He's okay. a, you know, okay. so, but that's why I think Williams. May, I, I like Daniels better than May. Yeah. And May is more skimmer. He's, he's built for it, and he can run a little bit. He can't run like Daniels, but Daniels – at spots, put the team on his – he played against tougher competition. He played at a higher level. Played against tougher competition at a higher level. He did. Now, Period. Williams Period. was forced to carry the defense the same way Daniels was, so I give him credit for that. Very close situation. And, and, and I, like, Charlie, I like Williams a lot. And, and this look, is not a, uh, disparaging him and, at all. And it wasn't the huge gap that it usually is as far as the caliber of competition, the caliber of defenses yeah. in the SEC and the Pac-12. It just wasn't. No. This was not, this was not our, you know, our strongest year as far as – and Daniels really showed me something at Missouri, man, with the toughness. Absolutely. Getting, getting slammed down like that, you know, and then coming back. And not just coming back into the game, but coming back and making winning plays. The, the long run that got him out of jail and then the long uh, – the, the touchdown pass to neighbors that wins the game. I mean, those are spectacular plays. Well, you tried plays. to play with limping in a Pac-12 championship game last year. Right. You know? Like I said, this is not a, a, an right. indictment on any of those guys. I just – but there's nothing I don't like about Jaden Daniels. But the others – I mean, Shadur Sanders is, I mean, he's good. He's accurate. I don't think he quite has the, the arm. That, I'm starting that, to believe that he's going back to school now. Uh, I, I didn't believe him a month ago. I'm starting to believe now that he is going to go back to school for one more year. 
One Unamas yeah. for the whole shebang. One more. The whole thing. Dion just got a commitment from maybe the top offensive lineman in the country. Top ten guy, yeah. And you only have ten commits? Uh, you're counting. You're the recruiting guy. You've been, you've been following no, this. No, stuff. no, yeah, but, no. But, you're but, right. But why? Yeah. Why? Why? Well, he's, your he's, theory is that he's on his way out the door a year from now. This is one year. And we've, we've spotlighted the job. He is. Welcome to Gainesville. If you want to knock, because there's. There's a, there's a few things. I mean, you talk about the grading of Deion Sanders. I mean, okay, it takes a nothing program. It brings a spotlight. Boom. We yeah. know that the whole bit. Uh, the, some of the knocks, though, I mean, he fires or demotes that OC. That OC got a job in a heartbeat. That's a bad move. He's got a little bit too much daddy ball in him, period. And this is a daddy ball move. I'm going with my son, coaching one more year, and then I'm, I'm going to look over, and then I'm, then, I'm move, then I'm leaving. That's a little bit of a daddy ball move. And come on, man, have a little, like, you don't grandstand after game one. I mean, it was game one. Yo, what y'all think now? What would they finish? Oh, is the media saying, what they, you think now, Dion? Four and eight. Four and eight? Yeah. Huh? I mean, really? This Dion, is what you grandstanding about? Four Dion and eight? used to grandstand when he's playing for a bad Atlanta Falcons team. I mean, come on. <laughs> but he, he could do it. Yeah, yeah, he did. Um, but why do you you're, – you're trying to – you're trying to sell your program, right? Why do you want to – Cross, you know, create some some animosity with guys that are the link to public, the public with your program, and you know when you you grandstand with me, okay, well I'm 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 a grown I'm a grown man, I mean all right, you better keep your stuff straight because I'm coming after you. He got his Louis luggage, man. He, he going going where he needs to go. <laughs> I get, but there's there's a lot of positives. He's he's all over the place. Whatever. I thought early that team was buttoned up. That was my thing. All those new players, the level of execution. Yeah. Well, the OC is part of that. Yes. A big part of that. Not a lot of pre-snap penalties. They, and you, they, and they you just, you, I mean, you, yeah. you, because he's getting hit. Well, I, I don't know. I just, a little, little, little t- too much daddy ball in there. Take a break. Come back uh, and wrap things up here at Rafino's Live at Lunch, 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. Live at Lunch. Our listeners. Lock of the Week Friday, presented by Tex Morris of Edward Jones Investments. Live from Rafino's on Highland Road on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. Tulane set to hire John, John Summerall, the uh, coach at Troy, as their new head coach. 20 Solid hire. Very good hire. 23-4 and four, uh, and two conference championships in his two seasons at Troy. Spent uh, three seasons as co-defensive coordinator at Tulane. Uh, back when Curtis Johnson was the coach. And, of course, he played his college ball at Kentucky and spent some time on the staff uh, in Lexington. Willie Fritz leaves. Jimmy, how many Tulane coaches do you think left with a winning record since, uh, say, oh, 1951? Mac Brown? He did not. Oh, he did not have an overall? Did not have no. a winning, overall winning record. Um, Tommy Bowden? That's the list. Willie Fritz and Tommy Bowden since 1951, the only two-lane coaches to leave the job with a winning record in New Orleans. We sat right here when Willie Fritz was announced as starter. I mean, I'm geez, the starter, <laughs> the, the 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 hire by Tulane. So how'd they get him? On paper at this time, this is a more attractive hire than Fritz was at that time. So Fritz is Fritz is uh is improved the uh yeah the track. I mean, this guy won back-to-back Sun Belts, dude. Yeah. This is a much better job than when Willie Fritz took it. Yes, he he yes. elevated the program. How do you improve? Do you, what, he, what you inherited, and what, he's left it in much better shape than what he inherited. Yeah, uh, ab- absolutely. 
Uh, okay, uh, Heisman Trophy uh, coverage. Uh, Matt's there uh, starting Football at, Sunday uh, at the Queen. Football Sunday will be at the Queen starting at 10 o'clock uh, on Sunday morning. Big day in college basketball tomorrow. I hope everybody has a great weekend. From Mario, Y'all practice next, baby. From Mario back <laughs> in the studio. From Max, for Jimmy, I'm Charles Hanniger saying thank you and good afternoon. Have a great weekend. Stay tuned for Hunt Palmer on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge.